Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour one on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come in and stay a while. Chris Mannix, he's covering the NBA Finals. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. We uh, will get to phone calls coming up as well, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Richard Jefferson, he was at the NBA Finals for the Mothership. He'll join us coming up as well. And uh, Trey Mancini, he finished runner-up in the Home Run Derby. Great story. Came back from cancer. And uh, he'll join us coming up a little bit later on. Got a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all forthcoming here on the program. Say good morning to our TV partner, Peacock. You can stream the show all three hours. You can do so for free. Just download their app. And we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com and Twitter handle at dpshow. This program, of course, brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. It doesn't happen often, but sometimes a defensive play is the highlight of a game, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, any sport. And this could be the highlight of the series. And last night in crunch time, 
Giannis had one of those plays as uh, DeAndre Ayton peeled off for what looked like an easy alley-oop. And the Greek freak is guarding Devin Booker. First of all, he's he's guarding Devin Booker, and then he's going to go back on DeAndre Ayton. Very few players in the history of the sport could be guarding a guard like Devin Booker, then go back, and then go up and challenge a dunk. Now, we have LeBron's chase-down block of Andre Iguodala. That was in the uh, NBA Finals. That, that won a championship. That's like Malcolm Butler's interception against the Seahawks. That was the 2016 Finals. So the series is tied at two games apiece. And ultimately, the historical importance of that block is really going to be determined by who wins this series. If the Bucks come out on top, then this will be the defining moment of the playoffs. If the Suns win... We'll think back and go, oh, that's right. That was an incredible block. It might get lost in history. I like to bring up Julio Jones's catch against the Patriots in the uh, Super Bowl loss. Uh, the Falcons you know, blew the 28-3 lead. Julio Jones had this unbelievable catch. Put the Falcons in prime position to kick a field goal. They would have won the Super Bowl. But it gets lost because they didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, if... If the Giants don't have that touchdown pass to Plexigo Burris, then David Tyree's catch is, wow, that was a fascinating catch. But that catch, you could make a case, is greatest catch we've ever seen. Super Bowl history. Or certainly on the short list, as far as the importance goes. Anybody who was complaining about this finals matchup isn't watching. Because there's there's some great basketball being played. There's some really stellar performances. Devin Booker was great last night. Uh, Some questionable officiating that allowed him to stay in the game, but he scored 42. Unfortunately, he had 38 in the uh, first three quarters. Got into foul trouble and should have fouled out. But uh, Giannis's block, one of the more dramatic defensive plays that we've ever seen. McLevin, got a poll question today. Well, a lot of people are doing this one. Which was greater, Giannis's block or LeBron's block? I guess it depends how you define greater. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think Giannis is maybe more athletic in a way. Um, I, I think LeBron's is easier because it's a chase down block. This is Giannis guarding one player and then sort of pivoting and then going up against a seven footer, a fellow seven footer. And I just think the athleticism, really the creativity of this, and I'm going to bring this up to Mannix, just the thought of I'm going to go up there and try to block this just that thought, and then to go up there and block it, that to me, it, it goes back to what Pete Sampras said to me many, many years ago. And we were talking about the greatness of Roger Federer, and he, I said, how great is Federer? He said, he thinks of shots that I never thought, and he completes those shots. Like having the imagination, and it's something that you normally don't hear about with athletes, your imagination. Because Gretzky had to have imagination. You have to think, okay, how can I do something like this? All the great players, you know, whether it's you know Jordan, Magic, like they had this ability to go, I'm thinking of something you're not thinking, and I'm going to do something that you're not even thinking about. And I think what you saw with Giannis, and I got to factor this in, keep in mind the hyperextended knee that was probably going to end his playoff run. So if I factor degree of difficulty of trying to block a seven-footer while pivoting, 
And, you know, it's not one of those running starts. LeBron had a running start, and Iguodala didn't know he was there. But that did win a championship. You know, Malcolm Butler's play against Russell Wilson, that won a Super Bowl. He turned a loss into a win with that play. And you could make a case that's as great a play as we've ever seen in the Super Bowl, in Super Bowl history, because the importance of it. And you look at the time of it. This wasn't a third-quarter interception. This is game on the line. There's a talking hairdo right under the goalpost, ready to go out there and hand out the Super Bowl trophy. And I'm thinking I'm handing it to the Seattle Seahawks. And then that happens, and you realize, like, it takes the breath out of you. I don't know what that did to the uh, Phoenix Suns, but Dame Lillard tweeted in real time, Giannis just won the game, and there was over a minute to play. But what that did to Phoenix, it's not just, hey, denied you two points and you were going to tie the game. That's something that just sort of hangs there. That's almost like a hangover the next day, but it's happening right now. You're going, whoa, what just happened here? And I think give the Greek freak credit. He thought, he he had the imagination to think, I'm going to back pedal I'm going to go yeah I'll go up and try to block now I'm going to block it and block it cleanly but win a championship we'll think back that'll be the signature play and maybe the signature play of Giannis's career even though it's still very bright and a, a big future ahead but that last night that was special yes yeah, and to say that the block LeBron had is easier isn't to say that it's an easy play to make I mean, LeBron's yeah. block was incredible, right? But it's just, it's not as difficult as the one Giannis made. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But the importance of LeBron's mm. is winning a championship. And Richard Jefferson was LeBron's teammate with Cleveland back then. So he'll have a, a better opinion on this. But, you know, a chase down block where somebody doesn't see you. And then what Giannis did. Yeah, I thought he was going to get dunked on. And I thought you get dunked, you dunk on the, the Greek freak. I thought it could have gone really bad for Milwaukee. That Aiton has a dunk. Uh, you survived a bad call that Booker stayed in the game and he should have fouled out. Uh, Chris Paul hasn't played well. You win this game. You're going to win the series. I mean, the importance of that play, I don't think, can be understated. Because I do think that could have been, you're dunking on the Greek freak. And I think momentum-wise, boy, it changed. It was a seismic shift there with uh, what happened. But Mannix will join us coming up a little bit later on. Richard Jefferson from the Mothership will join us as well. Yeah, Paul. I'm re-watching the Warriors game with Iguodala and LeBron going for the block. If you watch it from behind, Iguodala is about four feet, five feet from the basket. He's about to go in. LeBron is on the other side of the court. He's on the left side of the court. Iguodala is on the right. It doesn't appear, like if you freeze frame it, that LeBron could get there. And the same thing, if you rewatch uh, uh, Giannis, as he's turning and his back is to Aiton, you're like, how does he get there? It doesn't make sense. All right, uh, H773DPShow, email address dp at danpatrick.com. McLovin, what kind of poll question do you have? Do you want to do greatest defensive play in a championship series or game? We could go Malcolm Butler. Uh, Paulie brought up the Mike Jones tackle in the Rams-Titans Super Bowl. Uh, you certainly have the Giannis block, the LeBron block. Uh, there's probably some other sports. There's nothing baseball. Is there Willie Mays over the... Over the shoulder catch. Over the shoulder. Was that catch that great? I've always wondered that. Well... It, 
you know, the center field, I think the center field wall was 454 feet. I, I mean, it was, he had so much room to run, but he had to cover all of that ground. And it was an over the shoulder catch. Um, you know, 454 feet? I think so. I, I mean, check on that. I think center field was cavernous back then in, uh, in Cleveland. Yeah, Paul. Here's one that I don't know if makes it because of it's earlier in the game. Pittsburgh, Arizona Super Bowl. Kurt Warner's about to take the team in for a touchdown to end the first half. They would have gone up 14-10 at half. Instead, James Harrison gets that interception and takes it all the way back. That was, again, earlier in the game. Probably doesn't belong in his poll question, but boy, did that change that game. Well, I think, now, had that been in the second half, in the fourth quarter, then we would look at it differently because it's one thing that you stopped them from scoring, but you also scored in the process, and you stayed in bounds, and you scored right before the end of the first half. I mean, I actually think it's an underrated play in Super Bowl history. And they know what the play is. They knew the play. They scouted the play. They knew what Kurt Warner was going to do in that moment. And Harrison backed up instead of, you know, went in to try to sack Kurt Warner. He just fell back in coverage. And you make the interceptions one thing. And then he avoids like six or seven tackles and stays inbounds and then scores. But that was at the end of the first half. That's one of those where you're going into halftime. And, and I'm watching from the sidelines. And all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, we're going to go up 14-10. And, and I'm thinking, this is Arizona. This is their night. And then you watch it and you go, oh, my God, Warner just got picked. Wait, James Harrison's still, he's still run. Wait, he's going he's, What? James Harrison just scored a touch. What? Like, it's just one of those crazy, crazy moments. And then you had Larry Fitzgerald scoring a touchdown. And I thought, Arizona's going to win. All they have to do is shut down Roethlisberger this two-minute drive, and they couldn't do it. But you're right. The, the moment when you have a play like that, you know, history's kind to you when you do it towards the end of the game. We forget sometimes you can have great plays in the first quarter or the second quarter at the end of the, the uh, first half. What else, McLovin? By the way, just to confirm what you're saying, the center field was about 450 feet with a little part that jutted out to 483 feet Isn't at that the amazing? polo ground. Yeah. Willie Mays was 420 feet from home plate. Yeah. Uh, so that, that makes it even more incredible. Had to cover a lot of ground out there in center field. Did Ozzie Smith ever do anything in the world? I feel like he had a home run in the World Series. Yeah. But uh, Craig Nettles, Brooks Robinson? Well, Brooks Robinson, but that was an entire World Series in 1970 against the Reds. Like I, I think he took took the heart out of the big red machine. He took the engine out of the big red machine. Absolutely. That's the only case where I could ever remember a defensive storyline to a series. Like that was the storyline growing up. Brooks Robinson won the World Series. In my opinion, yes. And uh and, and those were my my Cincinnati Reds, but absolutely. Because he caught everything. And and you you could tell where the Reds just felt like I we can't hit to the left side of the infield because Brooks Robinson is going to scoop it up, and uh, he demoralized the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, McLevin. Uh, just to satisfy our hockey friends, is there any like goalie performance? Well, Guys- it feels like that's every other Stanley yeah. Cup final where you go, oh, my God. Like, like uh, Patrick Waugh, I'm sure, Marty Brodeur. Um, there, there's been goalies down through the years that you probably say that the team won because – as they'd always say, well, hey, standing on his head. And my favorite hockey term, hey, standing on his head. It's always this goalie is going to win. He's standing on his head, which 
I never quite understand understood, but it's like it, he's standing on his head and he can stop everything there. Five hole and peanut butter shelf and all those things. Yes, McClellan. I remember one time we had the Bruins goalie on the show. I think his name was Tim Thomas. <laughs> and you asked him what's standing on your head because he had one of those series. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. But those guys know it. You know, when you say, hey, you're standing on your head. Yeah, you're right. You know? All right. We'll come up with a poll question. Your uh, phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We'll take a break. It's uh, 15 after the hour. Just getting started. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing. Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover, which means get used to hearing the word yes more often when it comes to this credit card. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Keeping an eye on the Open Championship underway at Royal St. George's. Trey Mancini, the Orioles' first baseman, cancer survivor, finished runner-up in the Home Run Derby. He'll join us coming up next hour. Richard Jefferson from the Mothership covering the NBA Finals, as is Chris Mannix. He's the uh, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated. He joins us on the program. What would the storyline be today if Phoenix had won last night, Chris? Ooh, referees gone wild. Would have to be. (laughs) Have to be, right? I mean, that was one of the more egregious non-calls that I've ever seen. And the explanation uh, to... The pool reporter afterwards is probably worse. I mean, to paraphrase it, it was, you know, I, I, I thought it was a clean swipe, which there wasn't. Then I saw the hand on the back, which there was. I mean, Dan, there's, it's hard not to look at that play and not see a referee that was determined to keep Devin Booker in the game. Yeah. He had five fouls. So if they had, if Phoenix had won that game, all we would be talking about today would be a referee conspiracy theory to make to, for the Suns to win. So what should the headline be today? You know, to me, it's the ascent of Chris Middleton continues. Like, I was writing this last night. Like, there was a couple of years ago when Chris Middleton made his first All-Star team when you looked at Chris Middleton and he said, all right, we'll, we'll put him on the All-Star team, but it's mostly because the Bucks are really good. And you can't have just one all-star on a team that in midseason is sitting at or near the top of the conference. He almost benefited from the success of the Bucs. But, you know, he's had some good finals games. Game one was his best prior to game four. But that 40-point performance in game four, I think that really cemented Chris Middleton as a true top 20 type player uh, in this league. So his... His breakthrough, to me, was the biggest story of that game. For those who didn't see the Greek Freaks block on DeAndre Ayton, you being a wordsmith, how would you describe it? Uh, Unique. You know, what LeBron did in 2016 was remarkable. Like, the, the sheer athleticism of LeBron to get back and block Iguodala was remarkable. I don't know that there's any player in league history that can do what Giannis did on that play to be defending the, the, the ball handler on the screen, Devin Booker, and then have the (laughs) athleticism and instincts to get back and then have the strength and timing 
to block a seven footer at the rim. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of too many guys that could do it. Like, I guess you go all the way back in time and think of Bill Russell, one of the great defensive players in NBA history. But players in that day weren't anywhere near as athletic as the players of today. So I, that's the kind of block like we might see. And frankly, LeBron's done it multiple times. We have seen it. We might see it a block like LeBron's again. I don't know that we ever see a block shot in that situation like Giannis. Two things that stood out. You got to reflect back on the injury that he suffered. Yeah. And, and you got to factor that in. The other thing is, I think just the thought of trying to block it fascinated me. Not that he blocked it, just that he was going to think about going up to block it. And then, like, you would go, okay, I'll just let him have that slam dunk. That, to me, was, that's the fascinating part of it. You just go, oh, my God. Oh, my, you know, like, he's going up to block. Oh, he did block it. And Dame Lillard tweeted in real time. He said, Giannis just won the game. And, you know, there was a little over a minute to go, so I give him credit that what that did to the rest, you know, the next 90 seconds, he, I mean, he took away Phoenix, you know, whatever it was, he took it away in that one, one play. Yeah. It, it was about one fourteen left to play. And if Aiden converts that dunk, it's a tie game. And all of a sudden Phoenix got a little bit of momentum there. They get one stop and, you know, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, whoever can erase any of the issues of, of the previous quarter. I, I'm with you. The, like, I think Rudy Gobert is the best, defensive player in the game, you know, fundamentally, day-to-day. I think Gobert deserved that defensive player of the year. There's no way Gobert even considers blocking that shot. He doesn't get back there in time to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Guys like Giannis and LeBron <laughs> have such confidence in in their athleticism and in their timing and in all the things that make them so physically great that they might be the only two players in the league that would believe that on that play – they can finish it with a block shot. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, NBA senior writer. Should we be concerned about Chris Paul if you're a Phoenix Suns fan? I think a little bit. Um, and not because I think there's anything wrong with Chris Paul. I think that Drew Holiday's had his number the last couple of games. And you know, you go back to game three, and Paul's numbers were fine. I think it was 8 of 14, 19 points, 9 assists. I mean, good game, but not. it wasn't the takeover-type games he's had in the previous two games and in previous series uh, of these playoffs. Holiday did something in that game three, picking Chris Paul up at about three-quarter court or more. And I think that put a lot of strain on Chris Paul. I mean, Holiday is a big, long, sturdy defender. I mean, he's really good at that position. I think the pressure he's put on Chris Paul has generated some fatigue in him at this point. And if you're Milwaukee, you've got to feel like that matchup is, is working for you. So, I don't know that it's an adjustment Chris Paul necessarily can make, but if I'm Monty Williams, one of the things I'm doing going into game five is finding a way, whether it's through early screens, ball movement, of getting Drew Holiday off Chris Paul to get him back into a rhythm. Uh, any update on the Ben Simmons trade market? Not really. Um you know, the, the Sixers, uh, I think we talked about this specifically, but predictably are valuing Ben Simmons like he's basically like the playoffs last year did or this year didn't happen like that he is the all-star two-time all-star defense highly rated defensive player elite guy and from what I was told by one team that talked to Philadelphia they're not looking to take any steps back like they want dollar for dollar value or better on Ben Simmons in a trade because 
justifiably, I mean, Philly looks at itself and says, look, we got Embiid at the peak of his powers. Tobias Harris had a great year. We got enough shooting to help us win. They don't want to trade for, you know, younger players and draft picks. They want a guy back in return that will help them win a championship next season. And honestly, even though even though Houston or Philadelphia is really able to deal with 29 other teams because of Ben Simmons' contract, I'm not sure that's available to them right now. And I've said this to you before, and it bears repeating. If I'm Philadelphia, I'm just circling Portland like a vulture. I'm just, even if it takes you into next season, like I want to see what the Portland Trailblazers do with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum because it feels to me, Dan, like Portland is like one 11 and 15 start from saying, you know what, screw this. We're, we're not good. We got to blow this thing up. We got to take advantage of the, our stars having good contracts to trade while we can. I, I, I if I'm, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'd hate to deal Ben Simmons and then get to December and see Portland put like an auction sign in front of their, their office and say we're open for business. Thank you, Chris, as always. Safe travels. You got it, Dan. Chris Mannix, senior writer for Sports Illustrated covering the NBA Finals. Here is the Greek freak talking about his great block last night. Just a hustle play. I thought I'm going to get dunked on, to be honest with you. But going down the stretch, just do whatever you know it takes to win the game. You know, I saw the play coming. So that uh, Chris Chris Paul was throwing the lob. So I'm, like, I just, I'm just going to jump vertical, you know, towards the rim. Hopefully, I can you know be there in time. I was there in time and was able to get a good block and uh, go down, and get two points. Now I know that. Oh, by the way, Chris Middleton scored 40 points, and it shouldn't be an oh by the way. He had 10 straight down the stretch and uh, helped lead the Bucks to that uh, win last night to even the series at two games apiece. McLevin, did we settle on the poll question? Yeah, we put up for fun the greatest defensive play in a championship series or a game. Hmm. Now, the choices we put up so far were the uh, Mike Jones tackle and the Rams-Titans, the Malcolm Butler pick, the Giannis block, the LeBron block, but people are sending us a lot of nominations, too. Okay. Jordan stealing the ball from Malone in the NBA Finals. Yeah, because if that got lost because Mike hit the shot, but to come up with the steal on Carl Malone and then take it to the other end and score and win a championship, uh, that that whole that that the series of plays there defensively and offensively. We got a, a bunch of, and it's not a championship game. Jeter against the A's. Just no. people love that play. <laughs> Wait, what? But that was playoffs, right? It was playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was remarkable. First of all, it was a stupid play by Jeremy Giambi because he didn't slide. And he's probably thinking, well, Jeter's not going to get to the ball. He's not going to backhand the ball to home plate. And then you get tagged out. Um, so I, I'll give Jeter credit because he thought of making the play, but I got to put a lot of blame on Jeremy Giambi. Yeah, Paul. I've always wondered if Jeter actually helped that play at all or just helped himself. Because that ball was going right towards home plate. And I know he grabbed it and threw it, and he looks like a hero. But that ball, if you watch, I've watched it 50 times. It looks like that ball was going to go to home plate all on its own. And I, I don't know if he made it any faster by catching and throwing, but it sure worked out well for Jeets. Oh, of course it did. Watch that one again on YouTube. Yes. What else, McLovin? A lot of people sent in multiple. Tayshaun Prince blocking Reggie Miller, not in the finals. 
with, uh, I think there was like 20 seconds left in a big playoff game. Nah, I can't do that to Reg. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the highlight. Reggie called for the foul, of course. Of course he did. Very adamantly, I might add. <laughs> uh, but actually, yeah, there are a lot, uh, a lot for the Rams-Titans game. More than I expected on Twitter. We'll see what the poll results are. Well, the Mike Jones play... I, I don't think he's he's not he's a yard away, they said, but he's not really a yard away. But, you know, OK, that was that was a great, uh, an unpredictable Super Bowl. But Mike Jones with the uh, the stop. OK, nothing compares to Malcolm Butler. It just doesn't. Because you would practice this on Wednesday. Imagine Belichick says to Malcolm Butler, when you see this, because earlier in the week he got burned. In practice, as they're as they're preparing for the Seahawks, and he said, "If you see this in the game, go straight for the ball." And when we talked to Butler after the Super Bowl, I, you know, two days later, he said that they practiced this, and he went right towards the ball. And it's not one of those where you knock the ball down. He intercepted the ball, and they ran out the clock, and they won the Super Bowl. But I'm going to give Belichick a lot of credit for that because he said, if you see it, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. It's You don't have time to read the quarterback's eyes. You don't have time to look at the wide receiver. It's just go right towards this spot. And it was unbelievable. I, I don't know if there's been a better defensive play because of what's at stake. A Super Bowl. And you go back and you take inventory of Brady's Super Bowls. It could have gone either way. Very easily could have won two more against the Giants, or he could have two less. You know, Vinatieri, Malcolm Butler, got to have those moments where somebody helps you out. And Brady has certainly benefited from that. Yeah, Paul. There's a still pick when Butler's making the pick. Is it Curse on the catch, trying to make the catch? Who was it? I think it was. I think it was Curse. They both have their hands right there. Like it looks like a jump ball, and then you see Butler snags it, pulls it, and twists. It's fascinating. Curse is so surprised. Like he's he, he's thinking like is this another teammate? Like he I don't think he can process this of what just happened because it was such a bang bang play. Is it curse, Paulie? I uh, yeah, yeah it is. And uh Malcolm Butler actually has a little side business where he signs autographs for that play. Oh. They have a picture of him with the ball and uh hey. side bid. Hey. I don't know what happened in, uh, you know, after that Super Bowl, in another Super Bowl with him, but uh, against Philadelphia. But that moment, that stands, that'll stand the test of time. And to be there underneath the goalpost, because I think Seattle's winning. And then that's when they bring out the, uh, you know, the platform where you're going to go up there and you're going to hand out the trophy. I'm thinking, okay, is Marshawn Lynch going to score a touchdown? Uh, is who's going to be the MVP? Pete Carroll's going to be on the stand. Is Paul Allen, the owner, actually going to come down to the podium? I Like all these things I'm thinking, because I'm watching Marshawn Lynch. I'm right underneath the goalpost, and I look, and I, I'm just keeping my eye on Marshawn Lynch. And then the ball is snapped, and all of a sudden, Russ gets ready to throw, and I say in real time, oh, bleep, because I'm thinking, you don't want to throw it over the middle, because it could get tipped. That That's the only thing I thought of. And then you see it, and I thought Malcolm Butler just knocked the ball down. And then I realized Malcolm Butler has the ball. And then there was chaos 
because the Seahawks, I remember Gronk nearly got into a fight. Like it was wild in the, in the, uh, in the end zone there. And you're going, oh my God. And then I start to now go, okay, now I got Brady. Is, is Malcolm Butler the MVP? Uh, Robert Kraft, Belichick will be there. Uh, who else is going to be up here? Like you start to do that because I've only got about a minute of game time before you're ready, and then you have to do these interviews. Yeah, Paul. The receiver was actually Ricardo Lockett was uh, on the goal line play. But two couple plays before. Oh, Curse had the great play before. Curse had the great play. You know how you're saying great plays get yes. wiped away? Uh, but Butler tipped a long 35-yard pass, and right. Curse caught it, picked up, and kept running. Yep. And we would remember, that's almost like Julio Jones. You would remember, it was an unbelievable catch because he's down on the ground. And if Tyree, if the Giants don't score that touchdown, then that would be one of those, oh, by the way, boy, that was incredible. Oh, yeah, that guy caught the ball with his uh, helmet there. Paul in Wisconsin leads us off. Hi, Paul, what's on your mind? What's going on? Hey. Hey, first time caller, uh, 5'11", three bills. <laughs> but, uh... You there? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hey, Paul. Hey. Hey, I just want to say, DP, it's an honor talking to you. I grew up with you, Stuart Scott, Linda Cohen, Chris Berman, all those guys. But, hey, I just want to say that block with Giannis was... I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it'll be as pivotal, a little pivotal, as LeBron's, but I think it was huge. I think it was big, 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 because the, I think the Bucks got it. I, I, I really do. I for a long time I thought that the Suns had it, but I think it's the Bucks now. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. Appreciate that summary there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was a big, big play by... Pivotal. 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 It's all right. Maybe making his way home still. And hopefully Paul can join us to recap game five of the Suns in the Bucks. Yes, Todd? I don't know how you didn't utter thank you, Todd, by accident at that moment at the end of that. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. Yes, McLovin. Somehow the Twitterers have taken over (laughs) this topic and expanded it beyond championships to all playoffs and one is being sent in that is greater as great as all of these and i i'm going to tease it it's so good that you're not thinking of okay now I, are, are we factoring in a championship it, a title is at stake and it, no it was not a championship series but a title was determined by this play okay all right so it's uh, it's a series before they got to the championship yes wow well that's pretty- it's a good one and I don't think, because it's not championship, you probably hadn't thought of it, but of course you know the play very well. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. We have that coming up. And uh, our play of the day and your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is. Year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, dance bro. <laughs> Oh my God! The play, the play is called play of the day. Runner left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Bucks 101, Phoenix 99. Aiton hands it off to Booker, bodied by Tucker. Lifts it for the rim. Block shot by Giannis on the alley oop What a defensive play by the Greek freak with a minute ten to go in Game Four. 
That's courtesy of the Mothership Radio. Over the last three postseasons, Giannis has 58 block shots, second most in the NBA. The only person ahead of him? Oh, I'll give you 15 guesses. And you still won't get it. Brooke Lopez has 75 block shots in the last three postseasons. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by M-Drive Boost and Burn, the supplement that helps boost energy, burn fat. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. All right, McLovin, big tease Okay. Here. I might have overhyped parts of it. You always do. Well, I remember it completely differently. Okay. How about Larry Bird steals the inbounds pass against the Pistons? That was that was pretty special. I thought it was game seven. I guess it was it was not game seven, but the Celtics went on to win the series. Then they lost to the Lakers in the finals. So well, the play is great. You didn't think Bird would be able to do it. You're going to lose it home, and the call was great. And. And it's Larry Bird in the Boston Garden. The Boston DJ! He lays it down! And, and having been there and covering that and then gone into the locker room, and then that's when you had the controversy after the Celtics won with Dennis Rodman and Isaiah Thomas. And uh, that's where you had the awkward moment where Bird has to, like a hastily called press conference starting the NBA Finals where he has to say he's okay with Rodman and Isaiah saying that uh, if if Bird was black, he'd be just another basketball player or whatever. Uh, just awkward. Everything about it. Yeah, McLovin. A, a similar one that we're getting a lot of tweets about. Havlicek stole the ball. Havlicek stole the ball. That's all the call, though. I'm looking at it. He just tipped an inbounds yeah, pass or that, something. That wasn't, that, that wasn't a great defensive play. I mean, he, he tipped the ball. But I don't know who got the ball, like Sam Jones got it. The, the person who got the ball, you can tip the ball. If nobody gets it or the you know the opposition gets it, then like throw the ball. All right, he didn't really steal the ball. He tipped it. But it's Celtic lore, you know, it's Johnny Mose, therefore it's a bigger deal. Yes, he <laughs> I mean, I guess if we're just taking into account the era, it's a hell of an athletic play. Era. Around. Yes, Paul. Here's one that I don't think history is going to be great to. That you know, it's going to be remembered locally. Brandon Graham strip sack of Brady in the Super Bowl. I don't know how much time was on the clock, but Brady had the ball and they were going to run down and try to beat the the Eagles. Mm. Brandon Graham reached in, strip sack Brady, and basically ended that game. Um, how about Jeffrey Mayer? How good was that defensive play? Clutch. Yeah. No. Like, he would have been Bartman. Is that a defensive play or an offensive play? <laughs> they counted the home run, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had to play defense for an offensive moment. And he had a mitt, too. A typical 200-yard, 200-foot Derek Jeter home run in Yankee oh, wow. Stadium. <laughs> so overrated. Field. I know. But imagine you're the umpire. Who is it? Rich Garcia? Was he the umpire? Where you're right there. Like, you're down the right field line. And you somehow miss that call. By the way, I've, I, and I'm hearing from Phoenix Suns fans about uh, the so-called egregious foul on Devin Booker. I, I, I think if that had been the, uh, turned around, let's say Drew Holiday did that to Devin Booker. Do I think Drew Holiday gets called for a foul? And the answer is yes, I do. I, you know, the refs don't want to foul out star players. And Devin Booker had five fouls. Is it is it a an egregious uh, act by him? No, it's not. But 
if, if Phoenix had won, that would be the story. That would be the story today. That somehow Phoenix Suns got away with one. Devin Booker got to stay in the game. And now he didn't do anything in the fourth quarter, but part of that was due to foul trouble. And he was shooting mid-range jumpers. I know these are little small things that probably you go, yeah, who cares? I do because he didn't, he wasn't taking threes. He was taking mid-range jumpers. And and this is what Chris Paul has been able to do his entire career. Kevin Durant, that mid-range jumper. It's weird how we don't defend the mid-range jumper. You go, you're not getting to the hoop and you're not shooting a three. Oh, you want to take a mid-range jumper? Well, I'll take two, right? It's it's like a, a wide receiver who's going to get a uh, like a seven-yard catch. And you go, yeah, you can have that all day. And then after a while, you go, oh, my God, how many catches does he have? And they keep moving the ball. Devin Booker was shooting mid-range jumpers last night. 38 of his 42 in the first three quarters. Yes, McLovin. But it's not like they're easy mid-range jumpers. It, he, no, uh, but, but you, it feels like the defense does relax a little bit. He floats, he floats a lot. Chris Paul, it always feels like they're like, yeah, go ahead and take those little nine-footers. Yeah, go ahead, take those. And then you look up and you go, oh, my God, he's got X number of points here. Well, it's the mid-range jumper. There's a bias against the mid-range jumper. Uh, Fritzy uh, is sending me the uh, note that it was Rich Garcia, the umpire, right field umpire, immediately ruled a uh, home run that tied the game despite the protest of the Orioles. And then Davey Johnson, the Orioles manager, was later ejected from that. Tony Tarasco was the right fielder. This is 1996. The Yankees and Jeets were trailing 4-3 in the bottom of the eighth inning. And then Derek Jeter hit a deep fly ball. Well, it's not a deep fly ball to right field. It was a fly ball to right field. And, uh, and then Jeffrey Mayer, he reached over the fence and... Uh, <laughs> he did reach over. He does. I had a beholder. Uh, yeah, that's true. While baseball fans are permitted to catch and keep balls hit into the stands, Major League Baseball rulebook states that spectator interference is to be called if a spectator reaches out of the stands or goes onto the playing field and touches a live ball. I think we can all agree that he didn't reach over. <laughs> that doesn't work Every, with the storyline, Dan. No, it does on. not. No, it does not. Uh didn't Jeffrey Mayer play high school baseball? He, I, I got an autographed picture of that play. I don't know if I got it from Jeffrey Mayer. I don't even know where it is in the man cave. But uh, that, that's one of those crazy plays. James in Virginia. James, what do you have for me today? Oh, good morning, brother. Happy Thursday, man. What a, what a great game last night, man. But I got to say this, man. If Booker doesn't get in foul trouble, I don't know if the Bucks win, but it, I think it's going to go seven for sure, and I'm going to take the Suns in five. But that play by Giannis, man, it was a great play. But I still take LeBron James block, and, and I think it was like the 16 finals against uh, Iggy Valley on that break because that definitely saved the game for them, man, hands down. One of the greatest plays I've ever seen. But it's going to be exciting going forward. Oh, and he had a great bounce pass. So that bounce pass for the three was beautiful, I think, on the break. But, hey, man, I'll take it off there. I can't wait to see what happens, <laughs> man. Y'all have a great day, man. Thank you. Always great to hear from you, James. Nobody's more excited than James from Virginia. Nobody. Uh, Terry in New York joins us. Hi, Terry. What's on your mind? 
Hey, how you doing today, Dan? Good, sir. Good, man. Let the, I'd like to let you know, man, when you guys are on vacation, my work week is long. <laughs> anyway, I uh, Devin Booker, man, as good as he played last night, he nullified his game when he got that stupid frustration foul yep. because uh, they didn't get the out-of-bounds call on Tucker. Yeah. And it, it totally threw him off, Dan. Well, I remember when he had 38 at the end of that court, I said, well, De- Devin Booker's going to get 50, and he ended up with 42. I believe they would have won by six or eight points if he didn't do that, man. Yeah. Well, and, uh, it, you know, he had to come out of the game, and thank you, Terry. And it makes you play differently. You play defensively because you don't want to get that uh, that sixth foul. And even the foul that you had, it, it was a bad foul uh, that, that uh, was not called. Uh, let me see. Can we get it now? I don't, I don't have time up against the break. Uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Also, we'll talk to Trey Mancini. This is a great story. You know, the Orioles first baseman came back from cancer, cancer survivor in the home run derby and, uh, finished runner up to Pete Alonzo, Richard Jefferson from the mothership. He was there when LeBron had that block that uh, rundown block on Andre Gudala and Richard will join us coming up a little bit later on as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Take a break. Two more hours to go. One more item, first hour, and it's our new partner, Stiefel. Stiefel has helped clients like you manage investments for over 130 years. And this past year brought a lot of change to our lives. And for some of you, that means maybe you changed jobs or you are considering retirement. And if that's your situation, you probably have a lot of questions right now. Who should handle your retirement accounts? Do you have enough money to retire? Is your portfolio invested properly? Retirement is a huge step. When it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes. Stiefel has been helping people like you for 130 years. A Stiefel financial advisor can help you create a personalized retirement fund, understand your options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. Plus, Stiefel clients have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, so you make informed decisions. Find your Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com, S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated member S. IPC and NYSE. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. 
and even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.